on to more pleasant things right now. And this is about, about South Africans who do things the right way. Okay, good things guy actually brought us this story. And it's about Tertius Myberg, a commercial pilot who recently moved to Canada when the lockdown kicked in here in South Africa. He's been working in the aviation industry and, and some people started to contact him saying they were in trouble, right? We, we, we are stuck wherever we are and we need help for, for ourselves or could you please help our loved ones who are trapped in China? And essentially, you know, uh, many thought, well, Tertius can sort this out because he knows the industry well and he can get these groups of people back home to South Africa. And at some stage, I think he saw this as a business community, but his plan grew and then he realized this was something that he wanted to do for all the right reasons. So Tertius Myberg, pilot, is on the line to us now. Tertius, good afternoon and thank you so much for being with us here on Afternoon Drive today. So, so tell me how and why people started reaching out to you a few months ago wow uh, thank you and and um uh, uh, thank you for hearing the story um well it, it, it basically happened when um, my ex-headmaster the principal of the school i used to be in in, in florida florida world school um contacted me him his sister and my ex-high school science teacher were on a trip in myanmar and um, he made contact with me through Facebook and he said Jeepers I'm stuck here Um, have you got maybe any idea on how I'm going to get out of here and uh, that's where it all began and I said to him listen it's going to be difficult how many of you are there well he says I know about another four South Africans floating around here in Myanmar so we're roughly seven and I said yo it's going to be a difficult one to get you guys out there because the only thing I can think of is, is is sending a private jet to come and fetch you, and that's going to be like a million rand <laughs> to come and fetch you there. Wow. Because he explained, you know, they, they, they spoke to the their closest embassy they could reach out is the one in Bangkok. And I must say that the, the embassy in Bangkok was pretty uh, jacked up, and they were uh, quite helpful. But like they said to him, there's no way we can get you out of Myanmar to Bangkok to maybe grab a flight out of Bangkok. The borders are closed. We can't get you through the borders. So you're basically stuck and you've got to be patient. So that's where I started fiddling around with the idea on how am I going to get them out there? Yeah, yeah. And it ended up where uh, I, I started getting uh, uh, um, uh, or scratching around for people in that area. And I got to get through to all the cruise lines that were parked in Malaysia and then Philippines, where all the passengers have now left the boats already. But you've got all the seafarers, all the crew, from a group here that does the, 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 the blackjack at night in the casino on the boat to a chef to the beverages manager, you name it. Wow. And there was a whole bunch of South Africans and Zimbabweans that were stuck on these ships. And um, if you recall back right in the beginning of the COVID thing, everybody on ships were the were the ones that, that everybody just wanted to stay away from. Yes, um, yeah. They, they were uh, exposed because, was, because of the situation. Spirit was moving around in, you know. Right, yeah. So um, uh, um, I managed to get hold of, of, of a, a cruise lining company called Princess Cruises. And um, they bought into my idea. And then the next problem was, where do I find an airplane that can go all the way there? So you had, in, in, in Southern Africa, you know, there's, there's limited resources for such aircraft. You've got SAA. They're basically facing bankruptcy, so you can't really uh, uh, approach them. They've, they've got three airplanes that they're allowed to fly. 
um, that they owned. The rest is all leased, and they weren't allowed to, to fly the leased aircraft at that stage, so you can't charter anything from them. They were concentrating on the Washington runs and to uh, 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 London um, with the, 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 the few aeroplanes they had left to repatriate people. So especially a group like that of seven that stuck in Myanmar, they completely off the radar. So my next step was um, contacting Air Zimbabwe. Now, I've been dealing with Air Zimbabwe for, for a number of years where we've leased aircraft through to them for their operation there. Right. And the guys were very, very keen on, on, on getting on board and making this happen and, and, and utilizing their Boeing 767 that they've got there. They weren't doing anything with it at the moment because they were also in lockdown and their only route that they used to fly before the lockdown was basically Harare, Johannesburg, and then Dar es Salaam. So uh, they jumped to the opportunity of, of maybe getting some work for the airplane. And um, at first, I wanted to charter the whole aircraft where they do everything. You know, I wanted to make it easy for myself and say, <laughs> listen, how much are you going to charge me? And then the quote came in and it was astronomical. And I um, said to them, no, okay, just give me your pilots and just give me your airplane and you ticket through your uh, air operator certificate, the passengers. I'll sort out all the logistics, the catering, the fuel, everything. So um, it, it ended up where I had to then handle all of that. They just gave me the airplane, but everything else was, was my baby, where um, I could then control expenditure on the flight, where uh, I could f- uh, uh, get the best, the lowest fuel supplier, wherever we're landing. But to get back to the story, to get them out of Myanmar, we then, I then designed the trip so that we collect the people in Manila in the Philippines, but our fuel stop will be Myanmar. So we'll get to Myanmar out of Harare, we'll stop that we're putting fuel, and then we'll pick up that seven that's, that's sitting there in Myanmar. So we picked up the seven and they carried on with the aircraft from Myanmar to Manila, Manila, we picked the rest up and all the way back to South Africa. And that's where it started, was purely to assist him. And after that successful uh, uh, operation, I was bombarded with uh, 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 phone calls on on trying to assist him. Um, And the problem was that area, like in Asia, you had people in Cambodia, you had people in Vietnam, there was the Maldives. The, the Philippines actually was, was a, 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 there was quite a lot of people there to get out, South Africans, off those ships because there were many ships. So we would run it eventually like a taxi. We would begin somewhere <laughs> and we'll pick up 70 people and then we'll hop across to Hanoi in Vietnam and we'll pick up another 40 there and then we'll go over to Cambodia, pick up another 50 and then on the way back stop in Maldives grab another 50 and then on our way home. Incredible. So, so we carried on and we, we, we started cleaning up in, in Asia because the, the, the thing about Asia was a lot of them were teachers and or students on the Zimbab- Zimbabwean side and on the South African side, a lot of teachers that were giving English classes in, that, in those countries at schools there. But due to the lockdown, they also started losing their jobs they were running out of time on their visas. They had no more income. Yeah, they had yeah. to leave, you know. And, and, and we were early enough in the, in the remainder of the, the, the Asian countries. And, and um, it's not all just me uh, that, that helped. A lot of the individuals on the ground, I would, I would select an, a guy that's in one of those countries that, that, 
that will then run the group for me right. and get everybody centralized to one spot and then we'll load everybody up. Tishis, you, you did a great job together with your partners on this and I want to congratulate you and I want to thank you on behalf of the 100 people who made it back home to South Africa and Zimbabwe. Tertius Myberg, he is a pilot, not just a pilot, an organizer. He has managed to repatriate a number of South Africans simply because of his expertise and uh, because he's a smart man from the sound of it. He's live to us there from Canada.